Ms. Romano, we are well. I hope you too. But tell us firstly about your demands and uh, what will you be taking to the MEC in today's march? Look, I wish we had the whole hour to discuss this issue. <laughs> but anyhow, we have been informed by the contract workers that have been doing contracts since the COVID-19 emerged. They have informed us that the contract has been terminated. Actually, it's not the first time that the contracts have been terminated. The government is used to doing this because they will use them maybe for three, three months and then terminate. Again, they call them again for six months, terminate like that, like that. And then mm. we have checked and seen that, no, the government is using them. The Limpopo government, uh, led by Professor Matuba, is using them because remember when you work as a contract worker, you are deprived of the um, incentives, you are deprived of your pension and uh, the lights. So we have seen it fit to say the department has just absorbed them permanently so. Why? Because we have seen there is gross shortage of staff around Limpopo. It is even worse in Vende. So we have said the department, because now they are employing others in front of those that have worked for COVID. So we are seeing there are nurses enough. They have qualifications. So they need to be taken or to be absorbed using all the channels of, of um, hiring. They can use all channels of hiring, but they need to consider them because they have been exposed to the deadly disease. They have been exposed to our institutions. They know they have relieved the burden of uh, a gross shortage of staff. So they have to uh, mm. prioritize and be absorbed permanently. So We hear about the 700, but how many vacant positions are yet to be filled? And and what impact has the shortage of staff that you are talking about had on the healthcare service in Limpopo? As of now, we have got um, more than 1,000 vacancies that are available, that are unfilled. We... We are feeling the heat of unemployment and of not of unemployment, of shortage. So we are saying, because we are seeing patients dying, we are seeing patients complicating, we are seeing patients being deprived of their eyes, just the right to get a health care service because we are short-staffed. Uh, for example, I will give you an example of maybe a clinic that is forced to work 24 hours with only two nurses. Imagine if by that time, maybe in the evening, two women, pregnant women, come and then you need to assist. You don't even know who to choose to assist because you will be short of staff, more, uh, particularly in the clinics, rural clinics. You find that it's only the registered nurse and an assistant nurse. The role of an assistant nurse, it says for itself, is just to assist the registered nurse. So imagine the registered nurse assisting the woman to bear down, maybe to give birth. For example, maybe the woman is having complications. And that time you find out that we end up losing the lives of that woman and the babies. And as a nurse, you feel very much guilty because you know inside you, it's just that you cannot tell the community. But you know that you know, I've been used here as an accomplice of yes. nurse because now look, uh, the woman has died, the, 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 uh-huh. the baby has died because of shortage of staff, gross shortage of staff. And now they are forcing into our, they are rubbing it into our nurses to say, you must, it's a must that you must operate 24 hours. I think they've got their, mm. their own agenda of 
forcing them to work 24 hours, whereas they know that the, our clinics doesn't have backup uh, electricity, backup generators, as much as the hospitals doesn't have. Our so, clinics doesn't have water. We carry water with buckets. Yes. So imagine in the evening.